We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to take a sec and answer one of the most commonly asked questions I get asked. Can I come with you? Well, the quick answer is yes. I host two trips a year that are open to you, but these are not your typical group trips. These are intimate adventures that allow you to travel responsibly, connect authentically, and experience a new culture alongside those that call it home. If you're interested in learning more about how you can travel with me or what destinations are on the docket for this coming year, then head to the link in the show notes and join my travel community. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, then you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say the most beautiful parts of this world are those we get to connect with. I love the opportunity hosting these trips gives me to share some of those amazing people with some of you in real life. And if you're tuning in for the first time, then I'm so excited to share one of those amazing humans with you right now. Today, I want to introduce you to Joffrey. Joffrey is a friend of mine here at home. And uh, and in addition to having probably one of the higher uh, levels of, of skill and patience when it comes to life in general, he's a teacher. So that gives you a little bit more info right there off the bat that he teaches a group of some amazing kids that I actually had the pleasure of getting to meet. Um, And uh, Joffrey is one that is just uh, like shows up at his job excited. I don't know how, but I got to witness you with your kids and just being like (laughs) very fully interactive, very fully present and and just giving uh, yourself to them in a way that you are excited for what you pass on to the next generation. And that's something you don't see often in people. I think often it's really easy to like, get surrounded by a group of kids and to be like, I'm not interested. But it's really yes. cool to say, see the way that you show up for your kids and the way that you really put everything into that. Um, so I am excited and honored to have you here. You made the trip here. And yeah. um, I am excited for even those kids that are tuning in to get to hear a little bit more of their teacher today. So. so funny. Hello, guys, if you're listening. <laughs> it's me. It's, I'm famous. I've made it now. Yeah, okay. he's he's arrived. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, Joffrey, thank you for being here. Um, I'm excited to share a little bit more about you. Good. I've got a list of questions that I'm going to go through, and they're all designed at getting to know you. They're just a space for you to share Perfect. who you are, uh, how life has been experienced, and how you view the world. So there's no wrong answers because it's you. So it's not a test you can fail. Wow. <laughs> I mean, as a teacher, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, we try. <laughs> So um, if you're ready, we'll dive right in. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's do this. All right, cool. The first one is, who do you define yourself as? Wow, spicy from the start. <laughs> um, who do I define myself as? I think there's a guy who's just trying to, you know, enjoy what little time is here on earth or mm-hmm. a lot of time. Like, I don't know. Um, I feel like it's so lame saying like, yeah, I just want to get the best out of life, or like seek pleasure. It sounds so like hedonistic, like yeah, I'm just here for a good time, but kind of just, you know, here to experience all I can. Really experiential. Yeah. want to like do all the stuff, even if it's weird. Like I'm a Giants fan. I know some people hate that, but um, it's all right. a lot of Eagles <laughs> fans. <laughs> That's fine, I'll cry. So many, like, Eagles fans, and they're like, would you go to the parade? And I was like, you know what? Even though I would, like, 
be so upset that it wasn't the Giants who just won the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think that it'd still be so interesting to see Philly in that, like, oh, we did it United kind of way and just be there and be like, yeah, I was there. Did I enjoy it? Maybe. I don't know. It was an experience. Now I can talk about it. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think there's a million worse ways to go through life than to say I want to enjoy the process and I yeah. want to enjoy the time I have. And, you know, I mean... It's it's good we cleared up one of your flaws right from the beginning, and yeah, you're yeah. a really bad football fan. Flawed, Pick the wrong team. I'm a flawed human being. It's <laughs> good. Well, hopefully we'll be at a parade together next week. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, next one's a little easier. What okay. is your favorite food? Oh dear. Well, the past like three or four years, it's a specific platter from a food truck. It's the food truck closest to the walmart in north philly on adams like around the adams ave area it's the halal food truck and i always get chicken and lamb and rice and salad white sauce and a little bit of hot sauce just kiss all right i guess i'm gonna go check out that specific food truck that specific because the other ones there are other halal food trucks and they're like okay okay but this guy we don't know each other's names but we, we know each other's faces so, like, I walk up, and he's already making it. I'm like, thanks. Drop a dollar in the tip jar, you know. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. I mean, there were directions in there. So, if you're in Philly or North Philly area, like, yeah. go check this guy out. Please Maybe get do. his name for us next time name so we know. important. Yes. All right. We'll figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> we're so business. We just make eye yeah, contact. And no, it's like, food, I yeah, mean, money, got it. <laughs> communication, nonverbal communication is a thing. <laughs> That's awesome. You're like, I've talked all day. We're done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He knows. <laughs> Fair enough um maybe not as a teacher or maybe constantly as a teacher but are you reading anything right now yes okay so literally just what two days ago i finished this book called wave kings by brandon sanderson and i like fantasy but it was kind of a prologue for like 900 pages it was like a 1300 page book and holy crap yeah (laughs) it took a while because we've been really busy lately and i was like um it ended well, but currently I'm reading a book called Lessons Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus, but it's not like really sciencey. It's just like a New York Times bestseller, like one of those. Okay. It's supposed to be like a fast read. Okay. So just some light reading after what you just absorbed. Yeah. yeah. I could use it. I'm excited <laughs> to just like read me like, oh, this is like about people and not like some random guy with a sword whose name I can't pronounce. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's intense. That's commitment though. 1,300 yeah. pages is, it's a commitment. It is. Yeah. It's, yeah. All right. So many pages. Yeah. Paper I don't cuts. know that I have that in me anymore, actually. We'll see. Go for it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would you say is your greatest fear? Oh, easy. Alzheimer's. And mm. I'm going to laugh my way through it. But, like, it runs in, like, half the side of the family. And I'm like, mm. oh, wow. Like, I could get that. Mm. And there's nothing I can do about it. And, like, I watch... Both my grandpas were fine, actually. So one of them is alive. Actually, they're both alive. Both my grandmas got it, though. And um, just, like, seeing how, like, they'd have good days and bad days and, like... Some days I was like, oh, like, that's my grandmother. And other, other days I'm like, who is this five-year-old? Because, like, that's all that they can recall right now. Hmm. And so I think more afraid of, like, losing 
the ability to like think through things and like be independent and having to be cared for is like probably the bigger fear just because like you're just kind of trapped in your mind Mm -hmm. and there's nothing you can really do about it although it's 2023 maybe there'll be something we can do about it by then but yeah very real (laughs) yeah that's terrible i mean anything where you realize that you don't have the capacity to be yourself anymore Mm. to process what's happening around you to like engage with people and be present with people that you've known your whole life and to realize that you might be doing something or acting in a way that you have no control over and it doesn't feel like yourself i mean i think that's something that would terrify anybody yeah it's yeah it's very crazy yeah for sure well Here's to cures for that. Here's and, to cures uh, for that. We got some time. Yeah. yeah. Any fancy scientists out there, if you could just take care of that one. Yeah, we'll add that to the list of yeah, things that the world needs to solve. <laughs> Super easy. Yeah, just handle that. Not hard at all. Along with like 50 million other things that also <laughs> need to be fixed. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Um, on the other end of that, what would you say that you value the most? I think probably people just being in community um i find that like i don't know it's just better to be around people and i feel like i frequently get bored with myself after some time or just i don't know like going through like life is so mundane and like you do so many same things over and over and over again but you meet these people and they say things or like they open their mouth in like a weird way and you're like what did you just say or like i never thought i'd hear anybody say that or do that or like you're interested in what i've literally never heard that before and so that's yeah probably what i value the most community relationships meeting unique people yeah i can agree with that 100 percent. it's really cool yeah to be like oh i'm talking to this person and it's like they're talking about something that i'm like i didn't know that existed yeah you're like googling to try and keep up in the conversation <laughs> like wait can you say that one can more you, time i'm not texting i'm just trying to know what's happening <laughs> that's great yeah i mean i think it is it's truly awesome to be able to be like constantly realizing that you're interacting with people that are bringing something new into your life that without that person you would never be experiencing yeah, yeah. That's so much of why I, I love this and appreciate people sharing their time in yeah. these ways because I, I get to learn so much very selfishly. I get to absorb so much selfishly from every person. Unselfish. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Definitely. But that's cool. Uh, when was the last time you felt joy? I think today. I think just like every day. I know cheesy good answer. Like wake up. I'm still alive. I can still do things even if the day is just horrible is the worst day it's kind of like well i still get to i'm still healthy i still have the people in my life that i love i still have my nintendo switch <laughs> like <laughs> i i taking like i don't i feel like i don't take life too seriously but like just seriously enough so it's like every day is like another chance to do what you want to do or like help somebody do what they want to do and i kind of find joy in all of it so yeah daily joy guy happiness is a different story (laughs) but joy for Mm. sure what do you mean by that when you say happiness is a different story it's so like finicky especially like in teaching like you'll like wow i just taught the greatest lesson of my entire life and the next kid will walk in the classroom and be like 
your hairline looks like the McDonald's arches and I can't <laughs> and I can't believe I have to listen to you speak for the next like hour and you're like cool um <laughs> so chemistry uh <laughs> this is what you need to know and you're like that really just happened <laughs> nothing like kids <laughs> to take you from feeling like I'm really doing well in life to like Straight wow down. I am on the floor that yeah. I am not a valued human <laughs> being anymore yeah for sure so happiness is like yeah eh. <laughs> joy is like yeah I'm still here I got that opportunity now I can share the story about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the mcdonald's arches so like hey <laughs> that's fair no i appreciate the clarification i think it's something that so many of us can maybe overlook but also understand at times if we take the time to to think about it like one feels like it's like okay yeah it's a memory there and it's it's holding on the bank and then uh you know someone just stepped on my happiness <laughs> cool <Do laughs> so <it again>. yeah <laughs> fair enough um when was the last time you were afraid and why this is gonna sound backwards but about a year and a half ago, maybe almost two years ago, um, Deanna. Okay, wow, names I should specify. You're okay. I married to Deanna. <laughs> she is my wife. <laughs> uh, we were driving home to her parents' house to surprise them for I couldn't even remember what it was. I think it was just a surprise visit. And you'll find out why it feels a little backwards in a moment. <laughs> Um, she was driving and I was in the passenger seat, good time, listening to music, catching up, and she started hydroplaning and the car spun out in circles on mm-hmm. the turnpike like two and a half times, like both ends of the car were like smashed and the whole time we're spinning, I was like, this is fine, <laughs> this is fine. And like later on in the night, I like checked my smartwatch and I was like, oh wow, like my heart rate stayed the same like during the accident. I was like, cool, like that's whatever. However, when her dad picked us up and we had finished dealing with the car or whatever, um, she was sitting up in the front seat with her dad and I was like sitting in the back seat just scrolling through Instagram and we were still processing the accident. And so Deanna's dad was just driving down this like back road and this deer hops out into the middle of the street and Deanna's like, oh my gosh, deer. And I freaked out in the back seat. My heart spiked. It was like 130 beats per minute from like 60. It was absolutely insane. And like, it took me so long to like regulate after that and i was like why is this the deer or i was like did i just not process the other trauma before in time absolutely afraid yeah horrifying that's terrifying so what you're telling me is there's like a real life experience where you can actually experience something stuff it and something else triggers it later i guess so i guess so (laughs) yeah not Um, funny but very real hilarious yeah oh my gosh yeah that's terrifying i mean it is it's like i think there's there's different types of ways we process things and sometimes when we're in it we're like okay i'm holding my composure because i can't freak out now and i have to be calm and then like later on you're like everything's fine now i'm allowed to freak out now and so here we are but yeah car accidents are not fun for sure and then they're expensive so yeah it's like don't do it don't do it yeah don't get in car accidents guys walk places (laughs) you live somewhere you can walk that's great <laughs> i don't have that luxury on the side of the highway on the, yeah <laughs> trekking it <laughs> fair enough <laughs> would you say that there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something okay random childhood moment so i was six and we I remember we had a field trip to the Brooklyn Aquarium because I'm from North Jersey, so Brooklyn Aquarium's like 45 minutes away as long as you don't hit all the bad traffic. But 
um, that morning, uh, my dad was supposed to chaperone. And so that morning, my dad was like, oh, like, I got called in to go to work. And like, I mean, little kid sadness is different. So I was like, so sad. I was like, no, my dad was supposed to go on this field trip with me. And like, now he has to go to work. Like, I was like trying to be fine at six, but I was like, so sad. Oh. And I remember just sitting on the ground playing with one of my toy cars or whatever. And I don't know what happened from then and like the next 30 minutes span. My dad was like, eh, it's whatever. Like, I figured it out. He's like, we're going on the field trip. And I guess that, it, I don't know. I kind of was like, oh, wow. Like, people and people you love do have like a really mm-hmm. huge say and importance in your life. And like, if somebody really loves you, they'll be there mm-hmm. if they can, like, they'll be there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. I. I don't know, that really, like, shook me at six, and I still remember now, all these years later, but, yeah. Shout out, Eric Rosa. That's really cool. I feel like, I mean, in the same way that, like, not maybe not to the same degree, but in the same way that you, you know, one of your kids as a teacher can say something and just, like, make you feel this big, they can also say something, or you can say something that impacts them such in a, yeah. such a long-term way. And I'm sure that there's there's times when your students have also said something and you've been like, this is why I'm a teacher. <laughs> of course. Like, this is all worth it. And and I'm sure for your dad to, whether I'm sure you've told him, but yeah. to hear that, to know that like, you know, sometimes we make choices and we change things and we do something, we make sacrifices yeah. and we wonder, does it really matter? Yeah. And for him to know that it really mattered that much, that it impacted you that much to feel like, wow, I'm really loved or I, yeah. you know, I'm really worth it. That's that's a really awesome thing to have impact yeah. you and to be able to hold on to for that many years. Yeah, really good dad. Great field trip. Yeah. Would recommend. <laughs> the 10 out of 10 Brooklyn Aquarium. Brooklyn Aquarium is incredible. <laughs> it's still probably not quite uh, 45 minutes from here, but, you know, maybe no, two, hours. <laughs> good two hours. For good sure. two hours, but still worth it for sure. But <laughs> that's cool. I appreciate you sharing that. That's yeah. neat. Um, all right, you've known me for a, a little bit here, on and off, and yeah, uh, but, on and off um, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but what is something you think you and I have in common? I think, and I don't mean this like in a conceited way. <laughs> I feel like we're the life of the party. <laughs> you know, I think one way or another, either we gravitate towards people, and maybe we're bothering them. I don't know, or they gravitate towards us, and before we know it, we're like in these really long potentially deep conversations about very oddly specific things that like somebody else joins and they're like how did you get and you're like couldn't tell you <laughs> could not tell you that's fair that's cool <laughs> i love that i don't think everyone anyone's ever pulled something like that before but i like that to say like yeah most likely the person to be drawn into conversation that people want to know how you got there yes 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 <laughs> very <that's> much <laughs> <laughs> i can i can resonate with that for sure <laughs> that's cool uh, what is something you're looking forward to? Um, other than the generic summer answer. Because, uh, warm weather. <laughs> Nobody loves winter. Traveling. Poor season. <laughs> so I feel like I'm in college saying this. I still have a spring break because I'm a teacher, so that's incredible. So right now, what we have planned is we're going to go to D.C. And then my brother-in-law got us Yankees tickets. I'm a huge Yankees fan. So I'm like, spring break is like... A month and a half away and then we'll get to tour dc and then go to yankee stadium just hang out in the city for a bit and that that's like my next big like uh yes my big yes moment coming soon sort of soon that's cool I like, that sounds like fun that's yeah. good yeah i mean honestly to be an adult and still get summers and spring break i know it's got to be some benefits to I'm that like, schedule more yeah money 
time off. Take the time. time off. Yeah. I mean, like, that is an interesting concept. I think that, like, I don't know. I feel like our generation understands a little differently that, like, yeah. uh, wealth is also time. And yeah. and we, we view it a little differently than maybe some, maybe than we should, Honestly. but it happens. <laughs> Like, yeah. I'd rather have $2 if I can do what I want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For sure. <laughs> On the other end of that, what is something you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today? My joke answer is getting taxes done. It's a very real feeling <laughs> as, as we're like early February I and know, they have to are. happen. <laughs> um, my real answer is probably um, like heavy drug use and mm. separated families mm. um like i was driving through because i teach in north philly but i was driving through philly to um help out with something and i uh was driving through kensington which i don't do every day but every once in a while you like you find yourself driving through areas you don't expect to be in and like it was just all there like in my face again like I've been but like I mean if you're not in it frequently enough like you kind of forget and you're like you see the needles and like empty drug whatever containers all over the place and Mm -hmm. like kids and like random people picking up kids from schools that like aren't their parents or like their older siblings or whatever and it's like it (laughs) would mean a lot to that area but also just like the world as a whole if we could you know figure out some of these larger things that leave people scarred with all this trauma that they end up unpacking and kind of feel like by the time they get unpacked they're like oh my gosh i'm like 40 now and i've lived maybe more than half my life who knows or maybe like i only have so much time left and i spent all this time living in fear or trying to figure all these things out that like not even that like i needed two parent home but like if i just had like somebody in my house who was actually there around for me that maybe I could have had more time to do what I want to do or see the people I want to see or make the impact that I was setting out for or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. very much. I mean, in the same way that you shared, like, the impact that even just that one moment with your dad yeah. had, and I'm sure that wasn't the only one, yeah. um, of just his presence in your life and, and the, the lack of presence of a parent and knowing that that parent is also not well or choosing something else yeah. or something that, that kids can't understand at that point, what uh-huh. addiction looks like and how that hurts and really destroys so much and, and people. And yeah, it's it would be a better place in this world without that, for sure. It definitely would be. Yeah, maybe we'll add that one to the petition. For, yeah, that and Alzheimer's. Yeah. Get, get rid of them. All right. <laughs> so I'll sign that petition. <laughs> hmm. What would you say makes you feel known and valued? I think when other people will, honestly, something simple like initiating a hangout or like a text or like, oh, like, can you make it to this thing or just like an invite? Mm -hmm. Um, Because in a way, I kind of feel like, not that our life is a performance or whatever, but Mm -hmm. I guess some people might see it that way. But like, you're doing all these things in your, your daily life and, um, usually trying to be the best version of yourself Mm. and so like when somebody whether you're close to or not even close with them like when they recognize like oh like this person like gets it or this person is somebody that like i want to be around even if it's just for like this one party that i'm gonna have once Mm. 
every two years or something it's like oh like thanks (laughs) you want me to be at that (laughs) that's kind of weird but thank you (laughs) i appreciate that a lot um so that's pretty cool yeah it's like the grown-up version of being picked for the team that's so good (laughs) (laughs) yeah like we want to be wanted we want to know that somebody thought of us that like we popped into their mind that there's something about us that stood out that like yeah. all right we're relevant and we don't just get forgotten yeah so yeah i think it's something a lot of us can relate to and understand and appreciate for sure but. wow being big for the team that's so good <laughs> <laughs> i can't let it go <laughs> all right well there's my one nugget of, <laughs> of gold for the whole day <laughs> oh at least we got it recorded yeah <laughs> honestly fair enough <sighs> Um, so I know, uh, you work in Philly there, but, um, yeah. where do you call home and what makes it home to you? I feel like I call different places home for different reasons. Um, currently I live in Bristol and that's like home in its own way. Cause it's the first place I lived in like kind of after college and by myself in the sense that like, I didn't have to report to like anybody nobody was like looking for me like i had roommates but they were like oh be home at a time like yeah i just lived with them and so a lot of my early adulthood memories and like feelings are like in bristol and like still live in bristol now but in a different place so that's home in a sense i think home is still always going to be hackensack new jersey where i spent i don't know like 17 years of my life or something like that it's just the <laughs> North Jersey is the greatest place, specifically northeast, right? Is that the direction on the map? I think so. I think, yeah, yeah, northeast New Jersey is the weirdest but best place ever <laughs> because you're so spoiled. You have everything. You have all of the food. Mm-hmm. You have the suburbs and the city. You have all these different cultures and ethnicities and languages being spoken and there's so much to do and if you're a sports fan it's all right there and also if you just like want to not be bored there's endless things to do to not yeah be bored and so yeah north jersey just oh wow great times and people hate on jersey man people they know it's a jersey. big state there's a lot of good there and definitely the food oh yes yeah oh. pa is struggling on that bus <laughs> It's like Philly, Abyss, yeah. Pittsburgh, and no shade at Pittsburgh. It's yeah. just not doing it for me. It's not, yeah. No, pretty much you leave Philly, and it's like, just go home and cook it yourself. Yeah. Pennsylvania. <laughs> Much love, because I live there now, but also, like, mm-hmm. maybe I live in Bristol for a reason. It is five minutes away from New Jersey. It's fair. It's valid. It's just not an out there. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> what is something you wish you didn't struggle with? You know, I heard you ask this to other people on other ones. I was like, is she going to ask me this one? I was like, she won't. <laughs> she did. <laughs> um, He's like, nothing. <laughs> I'm perfect now. Um, literally said I was flawed like 10 times earlier. Probably comparison. Hmm. I, I feel like it comes for everybody, but I don't know. I feel like it comes for me extra. Like, hmm. I'm just like going about my day, about my business, and like I start playing the what if game with myself and then I start thinking about all the people who have those what ifs or are doing those what ifs and I'm like oh no I'm behind at life or I can be doing so much more in life what am I like they have this or x amount of money or 
car or experience or places to go or family in these places or you know the endless list of like Mm -hmm. wow they are so physically fit i know i've been working out but like how do they how can they upkeep that like that's crazy um and i feel like usually able to like talk myself down and like there's no point like we're all living our lives we all have our experiences we're all probably playing the comparison game to some point you might as well just like figure it out find some good people regulate and get back to doing what you like doing most because you're just gonna spend your time in your head like wasting your time and i try and like bring it back to them like well all the time i spend thinking about all these things i could have i'm like wasting time with what i have and i'm already blessed with so it's like why bother but yeah comparison (laughs) evil guy i hope you don't meet him frequently yeah i think a lot of people do it's like it's it's always i really appreciate you sharing that because i think it's something that so many people deal with and so many people think they're the only one who deals with it in that capacity or whatever and it's like we all do everybody looks at somebody and is like oh man (laughs) really messing up what i'm doing because they really got this together over there and i think it is it's like there's like a healthy aspect of like looking to others and like wanting to grow as a result of that and then there's like the crippling part where it's like i'm not good enough or i'm not doing this or i need to change or i'm failing or i'm missing out and and i think yeah like as you say like it's you know silencing that a little bit and and moving forward and and saying like all right let's put that to bed a little bit but it's it's pretty common for a lot of people to to think of that but it's always I find it's always really cool to hear more people talk about it because it's something yeah. that we can all go, oh, well, if everyone's thinking that, then they're also not yeah. looking at me thinking what I'm worried <laughs> that they're thinking about. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. That's a comforting feeling in itself. Hmm, for sure. I know it's something I'm sure that like, you know, I would even say like with my kids, like when, when you know, when certain ones of them have said like, oh, you know, like I'm worried what this person thinks of me. And I'm like, you're literally all thinking the same thing. There is no, I was like, there's no space in your brain to worry about what your friend's wearing. And there's no space in theirs to worry about what you're wearing. And it's like, yeah, we become adults and we all of a sudden like forget that. Yeah, We're like, no, as an adult, like there is space. And it's like, no, there is (laughs) not. Yeah. And like a dumbed down version of it is like, especially with like body comparison and stuff. I'm like, guys, Mm -hmm. we're all just in our own meat sacks. Like (laughs) it's, we're just all hunks of meat roaming around like <laughs> draped on some bones and hoping for the now. best <laughs> come on now appreciate that that's good <laughs> i love it um kind of in that vein but what is something you used to struggle with but don't anymore or have grown in directness hmm. um and by that i mean i feel i don't know i don't really know when it happened if i was like in high school or like recently but I would say I'm generally like a pretty non-confrontational person, like just trying to keep the peace, which is good, honestly, a, a lot of the time, I'd think. But then, um, I don't know, at some point it hit me that I was like, okay, but just being direct and speaking what you're thinking and like trying to accomplish things is also important. So like there can be a time for both. And so I probably have my mom to thank or whatever. She's the most direct person I know, especially when like... <laughs> she needs answers she just like gets after it and i always used to be like mom like what are you doing like relax relax dude (laughs) but no i think i think it's just helpful and like people need clarity like i need clarity we all need clarity in some degree and just being like this is what it is this is what i require or this is what i think you do well or think you can improve on or like just tell me what you think i can improve on or like 
this is the problem can we fix it or no i don't want to do that even though like maybe before i would have been like well whatever i'd rather just not be confrontational about it and just go along with it it's kind of like answers are good people just Mm -hmm. There, a matter of directness like is good to some degree i mean don't be a jerk about it but <laughs> speak your preferences i was gonna say speak your truth and i was like i could never say that <laughs> fair enough <laughs> no I, I really appreciate that that directness in a in a kind way yeah not just you know not everything needs to be said but a lot of things do and yeah. a lot of people don't say them like like you said, share what you want, share what you don't want, yeah. uh, communicate what you need. People don't live in our heads and they have no way of knowing that if we don't say it and it just solves so many problems when we can just communicate effectively. Yeah. So. And I get it's scary people, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's a lot scarier if you don't think about that one. <laughs> Definitely. For sure. I would agree with that hundred percent. Um, so I'm sure there's quite a few things as a teacher, but, um, what is something you're confident in helping someone else through or with? Well, other than teaching people to do things, <laughs> whether they do them or not, Beyond, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm pretty just like receptive to hearing people out and like hearing their stories. And mm-hmm. I feel like people have said a lot of things, <laughs> I mean, like, in life in general, people say a lot of things, but I've had a lot of conversations with people that I feel like have been allowed to, like, get really interesting, like, all over the place, or, like, just very, like, having intimate conversations with Mm -hmm. friends just because you're like, listen, I'm not judging you, like, I'm just Mm -hmm. really here to listen, like, if you want, like, my opinions on things, I'll give them to you, but, like, I'd really rather just hear you out, and so I think, um, I've been good at helping people out, just, like, yeah, just get it off your chest. Like, let's just talk about it. Or you can just talk about it and I can just listen about it. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I know when eventually it'll be my turn one day and like, hey, can you listen to these really wild things I've got mm-hmm. to get off my mind right now? And like, I think, yeah, I think I do so because I kind of want the same in return. Like, if I listen to all of your wild stuff, will you listen to all of mine? Because <laughs> it's churning up there and I need somewhere to go with it. So, yeah, just hearing people out and not, like, giving, like, big reactions to things. Because I remember as, like, a kid and even now sometimes when I tell people things that I'm, like, I'm just trying to get this off my brain. They make these huge reactions, like, what? Oh, my gosh. I'm, like, I don't need that right now. I just need you to absorb. You can react later. Just please hear me out. (laughs) But, yeah, hearing people out. No, that's, yeah, for sure, to just be able to listen and, and it says so much about you, the way people perceive you, that they're able to sit and feel like it's a space that they can share what they have, whatever's floating on their mind, whatever they need to unleash, and to feel like I can say this and I'm not worried about his response. And yeah. I think that is huge. Like, as you say, like, I also want that in return. Like, I want to be able to share what's on my mind and I don't want to feel like I need to process my own emotions while it's happening. Yeah. And when someone reacts big like that, we kind of do. We're like, oh, uh, I need weird to pause. <laughs> like, yeah, what do I need to do? But there is something so extremely valuable in, in friends that can just sit with us and absorb yeah, and to also be that friend. So I know there's people in your life that are really grateful for you for that. And I'm sure that are there for you as well when you need those moments. Uh, next one's a little more fun. Oh, fun. Okay. Um, <clears throat> if I were to give you $10,000 and you have two weeks to spend it, you cannot give it away. What are you going to do with it? 
Oh, see, my brain is already split. <laughs> <laughs> Practical me is like, finish paying off the credit card so you can get another one. <laughs> or finish paying off this one section of this one car. Other practical me is like, invest it. In this moment, screw it all. Some vacation somewhere. I don't <laughs> even know if I care where. Just like, if I can go on a vacation where I don't really have to think because you know telling people what to do all day does get a little tiring but mm-hmm. if i'm gonna go on a vacation with somebody that i like enough and they'll just like take me around and like figure it out i amen like <laughs> i might know somebody who does yeah that. i might know somebody too <laughs> she funds trips i, hear? I didn't crazy. actually i didn't actually pay him to say all of that but that was a great thank you <laughs> liana pays for your airfare yeah i know right? yeah it's crazy loaded <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, there is something to say for like I just want to turn my brain off and not factor it and just like be on vacation. Yes. Yeah. And not mm-hmm. plan. I mean, I think of I had two very different vacations a couple summers ago. Mm-hmm. I got to go to Jamaica and Hawaii in the same summer. I think best summer of my life up to this point. But Jamaica, my parents planned for me and Deanna to go on. And it was great because we had just been so busy with school and so many things. I was like, I don't know how I'm supposed to plan to go away. And so, like, we didn't have to do anything. People picked us up from the airport and drove us wherever. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. And then actually genuinely just relax on vacation. But then, like, the other end of that, like, got to go to Hawaii. And, like, that was completely on us and figuring out what we wanted to do and where we wanted to go. And there's definitely a lot of fun in both of them. Just Mm -hmm. depends on, like, where you're at mentally at the time. Yeah, 100%. I I appreciate both times where it's like, yep, I want to just do whatever. And then other times we're like, I my role in life is to sit on the sand. Yes, that is that is where I'm going to serve my greatest purpose. Tell for me next where to go. Days. Tell me what I'm eating. Yep, I'll be there. <laughs> yep, and that's okay. We're good. Oh <laughs> yeah. my gosh, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, is there anything you wish you could say to somebody you love, but maybe they're not in a place that they would receive it for the heart that you'd intend it or hear it the way you'd want them to? I'm thinking of a lot of people now. Won't say your names, promise, but it's okay to ask for help Hmm. like nobody got where they are now alone whether they asked for help or somebody forced the help on them like let the pride go people seek out community for a reason like we're better in a community we're better than we have other people around us and so yeah there's no shame in asking for help like I, like we've said, like you live a short life. Why mm-hmm. plague yourself more than life will already find its way to plague you? Mm-hmm. Plague you? Plague you? I don't yeah. know what the plural. Yeah, I don't know. You're on. Plague eggs. No. <laughs> You're the teacher. I'll give you that one. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. I yeah. I I think that's something. I mean, I know it's something that I. Uh, I struggled with so for so long of like oh well if I don't do it on my own it doesn't count yeah and it's like we can tell ourselves that lie that like I have to do everything and I have to do it myself and then it was funny um uh one of uh my guests I had on a few weeks back she's like you don't get gold stars for doing something in the hardest way possible and I was just like it's a video game (laughs) man I was like you're right and it's just like it's so many times we forget that that like yeah we're allowed to ask for help and 
it helps the whole situation. We can do more when we get yeah. when we get help and we get support. It doesn't make us weak. It doesn't yeah. make us a failure. It just makes us more intelligent. And I don't know why so many of us hold back on that one for so long. Honestly. And like, Myself included. <laughs> and no names will be said, but I, some people that I love, they're like, no, I'm going to do my taxes myself and <laughs> look at every single line and number. And I'm like, listen, I'm proud of you. And like, sure, I think a lot of people could do it, mm-hmm. but also you could just know a guy, mm-hmm. save yourself the stress and just like give him a little bit of money and then it's done. Very practical help here, people. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> paying someone else to do my taxes is like my favorite check to write The best year. decision I make every yeah. year. <laughs> oh my gosh. They'll take my money. <laughs> uh, literally. <laughs> yeah. Every, everyone take my money. Government. Tech, no, yeah. <laughs> Have it. Are we socialists? Maybe. No. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> That's fair. Um, on the other end of that, is there anything that would be hard for you to hear about yourself from somebody you love? Oh, probably a lot of things. <laughs> um, I think the first two that come to mind are kind of like, like, we don't need your help on this. I'd be like, oh, why? Or mm-hmm. like, or we don't need to, um, kind of like we don't need your brains for this one or we don't need your brains for this problem like oh okay like that's fine just like yeah it'd probably take me a little bit to get over it honestly but yeah someone's saying like hey you don't bring any value to this situation you're like wow hard truth (laughs) thank you for being direct (laughs) (laughs) it's like i take it back (laughs) don't be direct no yeah for sure definitely but you definitely yeah, you're like, that. okay, well, I'll go find something else to do with my time. Hmm. Not being picked hmm. for, the, for team. the team. Everything is going to come back. So All that. right, we'll just full circle. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Hmm. What would you say makes you feel at peace? My favorite version of at peace is swimming out really far on the ocean where everybody looks like tiny little dots and i just tread water and spin around circles and i'm like this is awesome there's nobody out here all you can hear is the waves and it's quiet it's all blue Mm. and it's really serene i think that's the word yeah it's there's kind of nothing like it the other version of peace i have is everything on my own mental daily checklist or to-do list being done at like 9 a.m and i'm like oh yes <laughs> like <laughs> i got all of my little tasks out of the way i did everything i need to do contacted all the people i need to contact and now i can just sit here and be and whatever i'm doing i can have peace with mm-hmm. after after that if only that could happen every day but <laughs> Yeah, there's something about, like, knowing your brain doesn't have to be divided anywhere else. Yeah. It's like, I can be fully here, and everything I was responsible for is finished. All about it. Yeah. Man. Love the ocean thing. Yes. It's it's funny, because it's like, so many people, they're like, I am not swimming out past the people, because I don't know (laughs) what's out there. Honestly. And, but, yeah, that is, it's cool. I'm like, if a shark gets me, like, they deserve it. The odds are so low. (laughs) So You're like, if they get me, they earned it. If they get me, like, I hope I taste good or something, but... (laughs) not a great way to go but it's not the best but unique i guess they're really not that interested in you yeah exactly yeah it's fair people come more sharks or whatever you know the stats fair enough would you say that life feels steady or uncertain for you right now 
steadily uncertain. No, mm-hmm. uh, it's. I don't know. I feel like I'm in a really good mental place right now, place in life. There's like things to do all the time. I'm busy all the time, which I like. Um, I'd say the uncertain part is. I don't know. I feel like you talk to people who are like in their 40s and I'm like I guess that's like not even super far away but I feel like every time I do they're like yeah so I'm in my fourth career and I'm like wait what are we calling it that fourth career not like fourth job fourth career and so thinking about how like I don't know like what the end of this year holds or what next year holds and like maybe I'll be doing something completely different maybe I'll still be teaching maybe I won't be maybe I would have moved to a different state or country maybe I'll end up doing a job I hate or doing a job I love even more or like meeting some people or friends who will like I don't know forever change my life and so like the uncertainty is definitely there because I don't I don't even know what I have planned for tomorrow who knows maybe they'll all change but yeah steady and uncertain but I kind of like the uncertain it's kind of exciting not knowing what's next mm-hmm. if life were predictable it'd be boring so it's fair it's definitely fair yeah it's nice to it's nice to know to a degree but then it's also nice to be like oh wow there's all these things that could be possible and yeah i don't really know what they are (laughs) rather be surprised sometimes well maybe when you're 40 you'll be on your fourth career you got some catching up to do if that's the plan (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's cool though Hmm. All right, so this is always my loaded question. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're like, in case none of those were, this one's going to... No, yeah. Breathe, breathe. (laughs) Is there anything you wish you could say to the opposite sex that normally they would not receive while coming from you as a man, whether that's something you'd like them to know about themselves or about men or however you would take that? This is incredible. (laughs) (laughs) also funny because i work with so many women all the time as an educator so it's like oh my gosh <laughs> love you ladies it's <laughs> nice to hang out with the guys sometimes too though no um i think actually um i think i'd let the ladies know obviously choose whoever you want to be with mm-hmm. marry or date or whatever your relationship goals are totally go for it however keep this in mind you don't have to trust me but this is this is the vibe i'm getting if the guy you're going after is a mama's boy, that is okay. However, there are layers. <laughs> and by that, I mean, like it's okay that they love their mom and are tight. That's cool. However, um, some, some of us guys were too babied. I don't think I was, but who knows? Maybe Deanna would beg to differ. But yeah, like so catered to by their mothers that when they end up in relationships, they're like, have a lot of like, friends will say yeah like he kind of doesn't do anything or like i have to do all these like regular day-to-day things or like this isn't like what i thought or all the jokes about like the hardest child to raise is my what is it my mother-in-law's son which makes me laugh so (laughs) much but i'm like that's so bad (laughs) like that's so bad it should we should be way more 50 50 Mm -hmm. that's not even progressive people that's just what it is like Share the burden of life together. Don't make it more difficult. So that's cool advice that can I think be heard on either side. Like, hey, I hope so. guys, like, 
it's okay if you were taken care of, but you're an adult now, so step up. <laughs> Grow up. And uh, yeah, that that's not an expectation for women that maybe are in relationships or looking at relationships with certain people like that to say like, you should share a burden of life. Yeah. And that should be how your relationship is. It's a healthy way to do it. I like yeah. that. It's good advice. so backwards sometimes. I'm like, um, can we just, you know, figure it out? <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, so I know you speak in front of people often but um if you were to have a large audience before you and you were to leave them with a bit of advice a life lesson um something you'd want them to know what would you share i hate that drake lyrics are in my head right now (laughs) we're here for a good time not a long time um (laughs) that'd probably be worked in that speech somewhere (laughs) um but Probably along the lines of, even for my introvert friends who get more energy being alone, like, Mm -hmm. go get that experience, whatever it is. Like, there's so many things you can do. Like, nothing even needs to be that extravagant. Like, it can just be a walk or a, I don't know, playing a game or meeting a person or sitting in the sun or, like it's okay to leave your home like go outside or go to another place and sure maybe you don't live in the best area or neighborhood or maybe you do live in the best area or neighborhood but there's more to see than your backyard or Hmm. kitchen sink like go go do something as long as that something is not (laughs) negative towards other people go Hmm. go do something because yeah everything is really temporary and you don't know what's going to be what and when it's going to be so Mm-hmm. go like high five somebody randomly <laughs> see if they high five you back if they don't walk away <laughs> and fast <laughs> i love that yeah i mean just like it, like i think so many times people can say like oh experiences are extravagant or they're complicated or they're expensive or yeah. they're i can't get there and i i think one of my favorite things is the sunset and it's everywhere yeah. You literally, no matter where you are, you get that. I mean, unless you're in like, you know, parts of the world where it literally just Norway, stays dark for a while. <laughs> Eventually they get the sunset. Yeah, right. <laughs> but for most of us, 90% of us in the world, that is something yeah. that's there and it's free. And yeah, I think there's, like you said, go high five somebody. <laughs> go, you know, just get out of your house. Go somewhere and experience life. And I think there's there's so much value in that for anyone listening to just say like, don't be afraid, just go do something. Yeah. You don't have a ton of time and value what you have of it. What is something you wish people knew about your culture? However, you would define that. Okay. This this feels like one of those long-winded ones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Puerto Rican. 100% Puerto Rican. But the beauty of being 100% Puerto Rican is that like that means absolutely nothing <laughs> because <laughs> That's the whole like claim to fame if you're Puerto Rican. Like you are so many different things or you're like one thing or whatever. Like everybody looks like everything. Like I've got red haired cousins, green eyed cousins, blonde cousins, darker than me cousins, like lighter than me cousins. Like we're all over the place. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll start with that. If you're Puerto Rican, you look like anybody and like you <laughs> blend in anywhere. So it's very odd, but cool. Um, also, or you know oddly very american but not american at all american because like for the longest time and even still although i think they're getting rid of it you can travel to puerto rico with just an id 
because it's American territories. Although, yeah, you know, passports are whatever. They're eliminating things, whatever. But that's pretty cool. Um, food is incredible. There's just... I guess you have to, like, you know, be into rice and beans and meat of some form. But there's just so many options. Um, party like crazy. So much good music. Very familial and like crazy familial but like kind of nobody's left out kind of thing mm. just yeah definitely crazy people definitely <laughs> crazy, crazy in a good way <laughs> yeah. crazy in a good way but yeah that's <clears throat> cool i love that um yeah and it's yeah it's so funny it's like being american but also not american all at the same time i like to joke them like we're more american than you because we can go to our home country <laughs> <laughs> and don't need a visa or whatever but <laughs> But then also it's like, no, they speak Spanish here. We speak Spanish. So, no, no, it's kind of like, I think it's like the best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that kind of bleeds in and answers this one. But then what is something you love about your culture? Oh, boy. Um, yeah. Food. Yes. Family get-togethers. Um, that baseball is like hmm. so big. Like I love baseball. Love all the puerto rican players who end up getting to the big leagues i love the world baseball classics right around the corner and i can count on them being good like that's so much fun for me i'd say i love the history the history is a little messed up but it's Mm -hmm. got us where we are today you know spain just wrecking through the caribbean but uh, i mean it's so interesting but the food the sports the community i'd say like kind of sums it up Hmm. Yeah. yeah definitely a fan of the food on that one for sure oh yeah yeah. (laughs) big time yeah that's really cool is there anything within uh your culture that you're not so proud of Ooh, probably a handful of things um i think and this isn't in like every case but i feel like i've seen enough of it just like the confusing um kind of like relationship dynamics like a lot of time in spanish culture um there's like a heavy emphasis like even though it kind of feels like they're matriarchal cultures because it's like oh mom this mom that mom this mom that there's like a lot of like weird chauvinism in like some aspects of it which like doesn't go over well and it just ends up being like a lot of toxic fighting instead of like oh if we were both just this intense about like figuring out how to best live together we might avoid a lot of these really dumb borderline sexist issues that i feel like we face um and that's kind of even speaking like broader terms of just like caribbean hispanics as like a whole Mm -hmm. um but yeah probably that using their fiery powers for good (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) i think that's a that's a cool hope for things yeah just aim the fiery powers in a good direction honestly exactly Hmm. We could all probably do a lot better things in life if we did that with our passions <laughs> in whatever probably. directions. Yeah. One would hope. Do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life? Yes and no. To like be the hmm. best I can be in the time I have and like interact with the most people positively that I can. Um but also I have no idea at all. And it's like, yeah, what is the point of this? <laughs> hmm. What 
should I do or what is my purpose? And while I, I think that like part of your purpose is just set and like it will just be like kind of being the best that you can be, I think part of your purpose on earth is kind of like unformed, like not, yeah, like unformed, like hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. And you kind of just have to keep living to see what other little purposes your life might have but like trying to figure it all out in this moment kind of isn't worth it to kind of just live in what you know your purpose is right now and for the rest like it'll come when it's supposed to come and if it doesn't then keep on chugging yeah like not having to have it all figured out right away but knowing that like yeah some of it i'm gonna know and some of it i might not until it shows up but that's neat uh, I don't know if you do, but do you have a favorite tattoo? And if so, why? Uh, no. <laughs> so sad. But all your kids tuning in perked up right there. Like, <laughs> Where is it? Show us. No. Um, I still I kind of want to. I'm so finicky. One day I'm like, I'm getting a tattoo. And the next day I'm like, I don't care. And I don't <laughs> want to spend money. And the next day I'm like, I'm going to get a tattoo. But the last one that I thought of is one that I still think maybe one day it'll be a time to pull the trigger. So my last name's Rosa. Um, and there's this, so every time my dad would get my mom a card for a birthday or Christmas or whatever, or even like give cards to his family, he would draw this like same rose in every single card. Mm. And I was like, okay, wow. Sentimental value. So, me and my sister, she has like four or five or whatever, but maybe I'll catch up. Who knows? But <laughs> I was like, wouldn't it be such a cool idea like if we all got like the rose tattoo somewhere? And I was like, I would get it on my thigh just because it feels like the right place <laughs> to get a t- tattoo for me personally. But <clears throat> yeah, so that's the one that I'm like still dreaming about. And I'd love to get my dad to design it so that we could all have the same matching one. It's kind of like a... Yeah, like a family thing. And when people ask, you actually have like a a good, cool family story to say about it. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. actually, my family was like pretty decent. So mm-hmm. here's the tattoo. And yeah. That's really cool. And also like, yeah, like it just, it says like, hey, my parents like had a good relationship. They yeah. thought of each other, like these things. It's like a really, it's a really healthy, stable reminder for kids to grow up with. <laughs> yeah. And it's something that's so many of us don't grow up with. And Honestly. So, yeah, it's a it's a really cool thing to treasure. That's neat. But, yeah. Hmm. What is something you've accomplished that you are really proud of? I don't know. It's funny. I feel like every time I accomplish something in the moment, I'm like, that was so awesome. <laughs> and then a week later, I'm like, what? <laughs> Why did I do that? <laughs> um, I think, I guess, like, I don't know. Degrees are so nonsensical. I mean, I have a master's degree in education. Like, it feels cool to say, but I'm like, what is that? But I think I'm proud of that. (laughs) Um, I think I'm proud that I'm currently accomplishing, like, routines in my life and that it's been, they've been going well. Hmm. Like, currently committed to, like, fitness regiments and, like, making sure that I take care of myself physically and mentally and, like, proud that I'm accomplishing like reading goals that I set out for myself because like you can just learn so much if you just actually read Mm -hmm. so I'm pretty proud of those accomplishments I guess my Goodreads goals 
are like some of my favorite i'm like oh yeah i did read like 20 or more books the past like three years in a row or something like i'm all about that um so yeah i guess my reading goals right now are probably like my my little baby accomplishment like yes that's cool i'm doing something i mean if i if i finish four books in a year i'm pretty happy <laughs> i'm working on like eight this year that's the goal so we're gonna we're trying to double it but well, I mean, yeah i mean that's that's pretty cool here's your random factoid for the day so i was doing some research a couple years ago because i was curious apparently go to the internet guys don't trust me okay but apparently the average person reads 12 books a year but it's inflated for all of the nerds like myself out there who are reading a lot more books a year than the <laughs> average person. But then I did some more research and they're like, yes, though 12 is the average, it's inflated because of these readers. And it's actually around four books a year. So, so I'm average. you're killing it. I'm killing it for average. You right hit eight. Now. You're it's great. All right. Blowing people out of the We're water. <laughs> people don't read books. <laughs> it is, it's like, it's something that it's like a learn. It feels like a relearned skill for me in a lot of yeah. ways where it's like, all right, there's value in this. And I do value it. I just like, I'm highly distractible. Like I bring a book on a plane and then I talk to somebody. Totally. Or I bring that. it to the beach and then I get in the water. And then you're so, at the beach. <laughs> exactly. So. What are you reading right now? I am reading a book. Um, it's called Quiet. Oh, wait, no. I actually just finished it. <gasps> Nice. I just Congrats. finished it. Congrats. So yeah, it was really good. It was actually about um introverts basically, which I'm not really one, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> by most people's definition. As we're here on like, a podcast yeah, talking. Yeah, but it was it was actually pretty cool. So I, I did enjoy that a lot. But yeah, I think that's yeah, having goals like that for yourself where you're like, Okay, I'm gonna set these as an adult and knowing yeah. that like no one's holding you accountable yeah. to be able to do that is something to be extremely proud of. And the masters is definitely worth holding on to being proud of that. It's a big accomplishment for sure. Thank you. Expensive paper, but very expensive thank paper. You. But yes. Yeah, that's cool. Well, Come on, Joe, get rid yeah. of the loans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watch to that list. Uh, well, Joffrey, I appreciate so much your time and your willingness to just let me ask you a million questions yeah. for me to be able to share a bit of who you are and just for the person you are and how you show up in the world and the chance that I've, I've had to get to know you and connect with you a little bit more. But is there anything else you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you? Um, I mean, I don't know. Follow me on Instagram. Let's hang out. Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's really it, guys. Just a guy living life. It's a cool guy living life, though. Appreciate that it's got me connected. <laughs> no, it's been cool. It's really cool. I always love that I get to connect with really neat people. Yeah. And um glad it was honored to come and speak with your kids and get to know them a bit. Thank and you again so much for that. No, they, they were, were like, awesome. Oh, she was so cool. Blah, 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 blah. Can we <laughs> yes, follow her I've Instagram? impressed a child. I'm doing well. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, go for it. Like, the more followers, the better, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's great no that's cool yeah it just it's an awesome thing when when we get to connect with fellow people in the yeah. world and just to see where life takes us so i really appreciate your time and making the trip down and, and having a chat with me yeah. so yeah thank you so much of course that's cool thank you for tuning in to this world my view your reviews are what keep this show going so if you have a moment i would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review anything from I really enjoyed this or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.